0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 48 of Be With Me in the Book of Romans, chapter 9. We're in a passage uh, at the nearing the end of chapter 9, where where God is describing himself and describing this doctrine of, of election and revealing a particular characteristic about himself. Read with me. This is from 922. What if God, desiring to show his wrath and to make his power make known his power, has endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction in order to make known the riches of his glory for vessels of mercy, which he has prepared beforehand for glory, even us whom he has called, not from the Jews only, but also from the Gentiles. Then he's going to talk about two passages from the Old Testament. Verse 25, as indeed he says in Hosea, those who are not my people, I will call my people. And her who is not beloved, I will call beloved. And in the very place where it was said to them, You are not my people, they there they will be called the sons of the living God. And Isaiah cries out concerning Israel, Though the number of the sons of Israel be as the sand of the sea, only a remnant of them will be saved. For the Lord will carry out his sentence upon the earth fully, And without delay. And as Isaiah predicted, if the Lord of Hosts had not left us offspring, we would have been like Sodom, and become like Gomorrah. So we've been coming to this this idea of election very humbly, and with uh, dirt on your hands, on our heads, and we've been asking, Lord, help us understand this. And we're honoring him for his jurisdiction and his sovereignty and his justice and even his wrath. And he's been showing us by his divine patience as he endures vessels of wrath. So he's demonstrating a sort of a new power or, or featuring a, a, a power that he has in being patients with the vessels of wrath. And he's almost like he's saying, watch me, watch me bear with vessels of wrath. Watch me as I bear with sinners and wait upon my justice and my just wrath. And there's power and glory demonstrated by this particular patience. It, it puts us into 2 Peter 3, 9. Why is the Lord patient? Uh, And it talks about the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. So the conclusion of that would be is, is if you're a vessel of wrath and if you're on the wrong side of this equation, your task today is to repent and if you're living if you're a vessel of mercy then to serve and love and and work on your tongue and your zipper and your purity and and get on task and I'll tell a story about that in a little bit so remember the lord has ultimate determination and terminal mercy and terminal hardening but he's not unjust he's at work he's been at work and he will be at work he's on task he's been preparing Uh, preparing for destruction and been preparing for patience and power and preparing for glory. There's a a word called antinomy, A-N-T-I-N-O-M-Y, which is an apparent contradiction between two valid uh, principles. And on one hand, I have it on on the left on my idea here today, you have the determination of God and on the right, the determination of man. Back on the left, the justice and the wrath and the election of God, and on the right, the accountability of man. And on the left, again, the power and patience and sovereignty uh, of God. So today we add to this, this principle about election that we've been talking about a couple things from Hosea, just from the heart where a people that are not God's people, where the Lord reaches out and uh, sort of adopts them and calls them my people, declares them my people. And a people to her who was not beloved, he calls out beloved. And to a people that were not his group of people, he says, you're now sons of the living God. So, so beautiful. And Isaiah, that there is a saved remnant And carrying out this sentence or the sovereignty of God, calling a sinful people to himself, uh, obviously an undeserving people. And without the Lord, we'd all be like Sodom and Gomorrah, Jews and Gentiles alike. And he's been saving some, rescuing some. It just reminds us that, again, God is at work and has been at work since the first day. This isn't his first day, and it's not his last day. So the the conclusion today, I want to tell a little story. So I go to Bible study really on a Wednesday morning and my, uh, elderly friend, uh, Paul comes in and he's not moving his left arm. And what I'm going to tell you now is terrible medical advice, absolutely terrible, but it's wonderful spiritual advice. And we say to him, say, Paul, what's going on? You're not moving your, your left arm. And he says, yeah, I, uh, I think I'm having a stroke. So I put myself on oxygen, uh, on the way over in the car. Now, I don't know why a guy would carry oxygen in his car, but he was not in good medical shape. And after the Bible study, I'm going to head to the uh, emergency room. And what's so sweet about the story is he he had come to Christianity, had come to the Lord uh, very late in life, and he was on fire for the Lord. He uh, he, he embodied more than any person I can think of is the get busy so he didn't want to miss Bible study he didn't want to miss learning about the Lord and and equally he didn't want to miss an opportunity to serve or to give or to love or to uh, uh, change his life he knew that he was he had limited time and he was the, the best example I can think of, of a person who because of what he knew about the Lord he wanted to get busy so here he was literally having a stroke but had the stroke was this not not his biggest priority it was going to the bible study and learning about it the, the lord who had loved him and he had come to love before the stroke so that's my charge today is let's all go get busy if you're a, a, a vessel of wrath get busy repenting will you and if you're uh, like my friend a, a a believer and part of the family, then let's get busy serving and loving and working on a character and doing all the things that the Lord's mercy inspires us to. Be my be like my friend Paul. Thanks for listening.